Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Benji Schulman, the Director of Public Policy at the South African Zionist Federation. A very good morning. Thank you for joining us. How are you? Morning, Howard. Very well, thank you. Thank you for uh, having me on today. So, so uh, the government apparently says that they're not tracking Hamas in South Africa. What does tracking mean? I'm not sure, but if uh, a major government, uh, what do they call a national key point, mm. uh, was, was it was being overrun by terrorists, I'd expect the government would know about it. And considering that they were in parliament yesterday, uh, and by the way, this is a sanctioned individual, right? Uh, Khaled Kadumi, who is one of the members of this three-person thing, has been sanctioned by the U.S. State Department because of his role in helping to facilitate weapons and support for uh, the, the for, for the Islamic State of Iran. So uh, it's like unbelievable. Either either they're stupid or they're incompetent, one mm, of the two. Mm. But, and, and, and liars. I mean, they said very clearly on News 24 yesterday that they are not meeting them. There is no Hamas office here in South Africa. They, aren't, they don't even know necessarily that they're here. But you're telling me they were in Parliament. Well, and, that, and they were invited by the, – the delegation is, has been invited to come for a convention, which is happening this weekend. Mm, mm. Uh, and it's, uh, it's being run by an ANC member of parliament. Do they just, like, lie? Uh, I mean, I, I, mean if, 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 I, think you, I think it's correct, Howard. I mean, you, you, you recall that they didn't know that there was a Russian ship. They didn't know what was being uh, logged on it. They didn't know a Russian plane had landed in Vartikluv. They didn't know what was on that. Uh, so uh, I think that there's a lot of things that this government doesn't know or, or doesn't want to know. One of the two. Mm, mm. Very, very strange uh, in, indeed. That, uh, how bad? I mean, it, it's very, very hard to understand what's really going on with the South African government in Israel because they have this vote. Uh, they, they recall their staff from Israel and then they, well, they haven't quite decided what they're doing with the Israeli embassy. Uh, what, 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 what is actually going on? So, Howard, I think that what we're seeing is that the, the, the government, or at least the ANC, which is kind of a government for our purposes here, is, is having to, um, is, is, is really excited, unfortunately, that there's a war on, because it gives them a great opportunity to try and distract the rest of the country from every single uh, governance failure, corruption, and whatever else is on their agenda, and talk about the war as if they have something to do with it. And I think that for them, uh, they would be very happy if the fighting continues indefinitely because it's the, uh, a great political opportunity. And I think they're trying to make the most of the opportunity without uh, putting some other key sort of financial interests at risk, including our trade partnership with the United States, uh, obviously the, the connection of the Jewish community, etc. Uh, and I think that what's happening is that the ANC is pushing the, the, the boundary as hard as it can, but the government still actually has to govern, and suddenly uh, they're then having to, to contort themselves into these clearly ridiculous uh, kind of knots to, to try and explain away their very obvious behavior when it comes to this issue. Right. So uh, is, what does it actually mean for the future? Well, I, I, I did a, a piece in the Jewish Report this week about mm. how we're going to have to, given given what's going on, we're going to have to start using tougher tools against the, the ANC. You know, like if you think about e-tolls, uh, there was a, a lot of protest, a lot of uh, pushback, and eventually the, the project got got scrapped. 
Uh, and I think that, you know, we have been able as a community to manage our engagement with the government um, fairly well over the last 20 years, whatever it is, uh, using those kind of tools, the media, engagements, talking. But with the war on, uh, they're seeing this as a political opportunity. And so unless we can start to uh, really make sure that the ANC pays a proper cost for this kind of behavior, then they're going to keep doing it. And I think as a community, we're going to have to get a lot tougher with the way that we handle it. Well, I certainly have seen a shift in the way the community is handling government, is handling a lot of it. And this is from the chief rabbi to the Zionist Fed to the South African Jewish Board of Deputies. We're certainly not seeing anybody pulling their punches at this stage. Do you think it's it's working or is it too little too late? No. So I think the change in tone is important. I think that does signal that there is sort of unhappiness. But the question is, are we able to now put our money where our mouths are, right? Uh, and, and say, all right, you know, what, if, are we going to have enough businessmen who are going to stand up publicly back by? Well, I was going to ask you about it. What do you think of, of Christians, you know? What do you think of South African Jewish business? Are, are, is, is business being tough enough? So I think that that's now the next line, right? This is the line that everyone was always concerned to cross. But I think that we're now getting to that point where if, if I'm a businessman, never mind the, the Jewish element to it, how do I conduct an investment roadshow with the ANC and the government when I know that it's difficult to make a sustainable business case because our foreign policy is being run by an extremist group, right? You, mm. you, can't, you can't sell that to the world. Mm. And I think that business is going to have to start saying that quite loudly. Uh, and it's going to be a difficult conversation. I think that it, when you start to talk like that, uh, it, it scares the ANC and it's going to, they're going to then turn on us. But unless we start saying it, they're not going to listen. And then the other thing we're going to start doing is telling the rest of the world. We need to publicly be going to European capitals, <coughs> the United States, and saying, guys, there's this big trade agreement that you have to sign off in 2025. Uh, and and it's con- in, in, in its own constitution, it's about the, the, the interests of the United States. So can we please start conditioning it on a responsible relationship with Israel? Mm-hmm. And uh, and in fact, with not only with Israel, with democracies, you know, the move away from democratic uh, supporting democratic states, moving towards the autocratic states, uh, China, Russia, Cuba, Iran, uh, all of these is, is 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 very very concerning because we are moving further and further away from um, from Western democracies in in South Africa, and certainly uh, it, that's it, a worry. It, 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 yeah, Israel kind of represents the the democratic canary, right, mm. in the coal mine here, right? Because what whatever uh, whatever they're doing around Israel then creates space to do around Russia and Venezuela and all of the rest of it. So yes, there's there's certainly connected. Do you think that there is a chance? Well, I guess uh, 2024 is important because that, uh, if if uh, we can get the vote of the ANC out, then of course there's a difference and it'll hopefully be a shift in international policy. But the ANC themselves, do you think that they can be shifted as an organisation? So I think you're making an important point, and it's another one that we're going to have to do is we have to actually state now publicly that. Uh, you know, to the extent that any Jewish businessman was funding the ANC before, they do not, and that they will fund parties that are opposed to it. So, uh, and that also needs to be a public position that we start to take. Mm. Uh, I, I, the ANC is a, is a kind of revolutionary organisation. It sees itself as a revolutionary organisation. If you've ever read its documents or anything, mm. like that mm. how it understands the world. And so, what, how it understands the world is that if they get enough pressure for a particular issue, like e-tolls, 
right? Then they'll abandon it because there's too much pressure. They don't like us. They don't love us. They might not even agree with us, but that doesn't mean that they're going to go after us uh, if they feel like there's enough pushback. And so I think, yes, they can be shifted in a, a practical sense, even if not in an ideological. Absolutely. And that is where we leave it, Benji Shulman. Thank you as always.